to talk comics to me. It's uh, Thursday. We're in separate locations, but that doesn't mean we're not together. We're always together. Uh, and it's talk comics to me time. I'm I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Hadfield. Uh, I don't really have a lot. This week's kind of sucked. So just in the vague political drama of Omaha, Nebraska. Popping tires, losing libraries. <laughs> As we do. <laughs> uh, Heather, you got anything good? I No, I have nothing this week. It's just been a pretty bleh kind of week. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. Well, yeah. Well, go ahead. You can go. You can start. Okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to go. <laughs> okay. I've got faith. Okay. So first I have this book. It's called Thor. This is issue number 21. Um this is pretty far in. I don't have too much to say. Uh, this is just the first issue that has a full appearance of the God of Hammers. Don't really have any feelings one way or another about this. Um, strong feelings anyway. I have tons of feelings about it, but I just don't care enough to have like really strong feelings. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of it's really honestly just whatever at this point I'm reading it just because I feel like I need to keep reading it not because I'm genuinely interested anymore uh the art is absolutely incredible I love Nick Klein I think he does an incredible job um and I am fascinated by all of the other characters that are in this not the main ones the big bads that always come up every single story arc for no reason whatsoever but just all of the other characters so I think if if you're a fan of Thor you don't need to read this (laughs) is my honest humble opinion uh, yeah i i mean i think you're reading thor like i'm reading buffy right now yes yes and it sucks because like sometimes i really do enjoy it like the donald blake arc i really enjoyed i thought that was a lot of fun uh and i do like random issues like throughout but i just don't it doesn't need to be a big deal every time a new story arc starts yeah I mean, or just introducing like a new character, everything all the time. Right, right. It's not necessary. Uh, it's not worth my time. I just keep waiting for, you know, Loki to come back because I love the way Nick Klein draws Loki. And I don't want to like special order every single issue that I know that he's going to be in just for that. Yeah. So I'm just- then, And then you're missing between the like pieces. So then it's like, what, what's this even about? Right. So I am going to stick with it and I am going to say unfortunately because it is very unfortunate for me but what can you do this is what happens when you start reading comics (laughs) true yeah I guess you're not wrong I'm keeping it real (laughs) so many things uh okay so this is Mr. Miracle (laughs) this is uh The Great Escape this is by uh Virian Johnson and Daniel Isles and this is just a cute little young adult Mr. Miracle story. I don't have any time to read this right now, so it will be a long time before I get the chance. But it does smell great. I love Mr. Miracle. The art looks really, really good. And I'm excited when I do get a chance like to devour some. It's been a while, I think. I don't know if it has been that long, but I'm just like, it's been a while since I've had some young adult content. I mean, young adult, I think in that, in that way yeah um because those books you know I was reading them for a while the the young adult ones and they were always entertaining yeah yeah and that's part of the reason I was just like I forgot to order this can I have this (laughs) 
because I know how much you always enjoy these like young adult ones. So I was like, well, this is a character I really like and why not? Yeah, I just like that they're taking these characters that are already very well established and just kind of like giving them new storylines when they were younger. Mm -hmm. I just think it's very cool. Yeah, giving them a little bit of different heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then next I have Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot you started with two. two. (laughs) Uh, I've got Cowboy Bebop. This is issue number one. This is actually an adaptation of the TV series that they did on Netflix. Um, The art was just so good, though. I just want to say, like... Yeah, I I, like the art quite a bit. I might add this to my poll for the art art alone, because it's just like, it's it's so, so good. Uh, Lamar Mathern and Ramon Titov, uh, he's the colorist. Uh, And it's just, yeah, looks gorgeous. It is very much, I feel like, the first episode of that TV show, like that I don't know. I guess it was a while ago that I watched it and I did have a few beers, but it felt very chaotic and all over the place. And that's how this like issue felt. So it's like, it, I guess it hit the tone. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was just like, I, I don't know. I wish it wasn't an adaptation of an adaptation. I wish it was just like its own fucking thing. Right, right. And I know that, I don't know, you're a fan of the OG. So was was that the main reason why you wanted to get the comic was just to see like what it was about? Well, I was just like, yeah, I was just curious more than anything. And I do really like Dan Waters as like a, a writer. So I thought, why not? It's just like a first issue. And like I said, the art was like incredible. So if nothing else, like that was worth it alone. Right. At least you didn't hate it. Like that's yeah. good. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I just like, it was very, like I said, very much like the TV show, just like. Very all over the place. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was just something that I, I watched and at this point now have read. All right. So that's better than not. Yeah, egg egg on my face still though, right? <laughs> Kills me every time. I love I, it. I know, but like as, as somebody who's a fan of something, it's like, oh, I'll get this, mm-hmm. knowing that I won't necessarily like it. And it's just, yeah, foolish sometimes. Yeah, I've done worse. <laughs> so I forgive you. It's at least you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yes. Now yeah. it's time for both of us. Yes. This is Good Boy Magazine. This is issue number two. This is a little Silver Sprocket comic anthology. And I haven't got a chance to read it. Heather has not either. But I always love everything Silver Sprocket puts out. And this is a nice little, I don't know, I like the paper a lot. Um, I did, this isn't spoiling anything, but that when I was slipping through it, I did see this one page that I just absolutely loved. And I thought it was very very pretty um here it is i saw that one it says i can love you better from up here i just thought it was very cute i always really enjoy the artists that all work on this uh because there's usually like what five or six different comics and then sometimes they have like an interview yeah i think i feel like there might be more but i don't know Mm -hmm. very interesting uh especially for an anthology and it's for just very small like indie artists who Mm -hmm. usually in my experience, at least with the first one, a lot of them only existed like 
on Instagram, for example, like they didn't have any like big things that had been put out or like books yet that had been put out. It's just little things that they've been releasing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. And it's a, it's a good start for creators. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. Uh, I'm excited to, to look at it. Me too. I'm very excited about it. (laughs) Uh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so I have these, uh, 10 deaths of Wolverine. This is the first issue. This is from what I'm understanding the, the lives and the deaths, they're kind of doing that, like how some powers did in a way. So this one does take place after the events of Inferno. Their butterfly affecting. Yes. Yes. So this particular issue follows Moira. Like it does have Wolverine in it, but not, he's not the main character of this issue. Moira is, and it's her after she leaves Krakoa, I believe is where they were or wherever, yeah. she, wherever she was with uh, Mystique and Destiny. And she's trying to stay ahead of them so they can't get her. Um, I actually, when I had talked to you about this yesterday, I said, ah, stories, I'm not really enjoying it. I changed my mind because this one was actually like, once it gets going, and you kind of see what's what's happening and what the story is going to be about. It's actually quite enjoyable. Okay. Um, and I know that you said you didn't really like the art, but there are some pages where the style that this is works perfectly for it. I I did end up enjoying this, unfortunately. I don't think that's an unfortunate thing. Well, it's unfortunate for me because I wasn't, I was expecting to not so that I wouldn't have to like hang on this whole time. But I actually, I think I enjoyed this one better than the lives. Like it was way more interesting to me because it, I don't know. I actually don't know why it was more interesting to me. I just liked it for some reason a lot more. I liked the the characters that were in it. I liked the, it was the ending that really not got me on it, but it was the ending that I thought was really good. That's going to kind of lead into the next one. So I don't know. It was quite enjoyable. Benjamin Percy does a really good job writing Wolverine stories. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Nothing wrong with anything you just said. Um, I have Stray Dogs next. This is Dog Days. This is issue number two. Goodness, sorry. That was really close. <laughs> I didn't realize how <laughs> close I was. Here we go. Uh, this is the last issue of Stray Dogs. There's couple- only two of them? Yeah, because it was just like a little, just like cap of how these dogs got into the guy's possession. Okay, okay. So, I mean, they could obviously do more. I don't know if they will. I don't, it's like unnecessary. Even this was unnecessary. I enjoyed it still, but I thought like the first story arc was like really well. I thought it was an interesting take. This does like an interesting job of filling in the blanks but it's not necessary information right I think it's something more as like filler that could like easily get somebody else like somebody into the like original series I was thinking about picking that up is that part necessary for me to read if I'm going to read the first part no 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 not at all like it's literally unnecessary I don't like saying that but it's like like I guess yes it's necessary if you want to know the backgrounds on the dogs okay but if you're just reading it for like the main story then it's whatever yeah it's just like I said it's just filler it's just 
extra stuff. Okay, cool. Is it the same uh, writer and artist who did yeah, the first it's the part? Same. Yeah, it's the same exact team. Sick. So it's like, it's well done. And like I said, it's enjoyable. It's like I said, it's just unnecessary. Just feels like it's something to get people into it, which is not a bad thing. It's just what it is. Okay. Very good. And I think it's also people wanted more. So they're just like, eh, let's give it At least them. it was only like, yeah, two more issues. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a whole nother like five issue arc. Like, yeah. And I, I like mean, that about it. Yeah. And I mean, and it could, like, you could easily do like, a five issue arc about each dog how they got there and like basically how they come into the fold of the cult of dogs and forget about like their past owners and things like that is megatron in the room with you no he's like i don't know where the hell he is he's okay. somewhere in the house i just thought that he should be there for the cult of dog <laughs> that was it that was all yeah no it's it's funny like being up here like the house is so big when you're in here all by yourself yeah no I was gonna say like when you left a little bit ago to like go to the restroom I was trying to take a picture of the screen and I saw Megatron in the very very bottom corner there tip tapping out and I was like it scared me because I didn't realize <laughs> where you were and I was like what is that yes you have uh, a big house <laughs> yeah I mean it's not even that big it's just like you know bigger than spaces we're used to right that teeny room it's not teeny I said it's not it's a big room my room the the kitchen where we normally well I guess the dining room technically where we normally record oh yeah it's a big area yeah that room is huge okay we got it we got dark blood we got issue number six this is the very last issue uh I don't have a lot to say about this I thought I didn't I didn't hate the ending no, I didn't. Um, I I think the part that I did like the most, however, was the the narration of it. Mm-hmm. Like overall throughout the story, I thought that was I think that was my favorite part because it's just the letter, which I yeah. I should have known like right away. But I was just like, oh, this is just really good storytelling because so, he's he's writing a letter. Yeah, um, I mean, it is really well done though in that it in is that sense. Yeah. It is very good. So the main character, Avery, ends up just uh, finding the doctor that had done this and is going about trying to make it so that it never happens again. Without spoiling anything, because I do think that this is a really good story and I do want people to read it, but I do have some some things I personally would have done differently <laughs> if, I would, yeah. if, I, if I wrote this story. It was like, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was interesting. I just, yeah. It's I don't one of the things that I dislike about stories is when they end it, but they don't really end it. They're going to keep it going. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm always just, well, just end it. Just, there's no reason to like, there's no need or need fake to them like, out like that. Yeah. And there's no need to like even hang around her. It's just like, it's fine if it ended there. Right, right. That would have been sick if that's what happened. But again, no spoilers. I'm not trying to give anything away. <laughs> All right, you ready for what's next? Yes. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my finger over the price tag because I do want to hold up the variant. Okay. Uh, this is once in future. This is issue number twenty-four. Goodness gracious! There's so much once in future going on right now. Oh, you like my background, the green screen? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw. I, I saw. I got it. Uh, so this is just, this is kind of bouncing back and forth in time and place. 
showing you where everybody is, where all the Arthurs are and Lancelot and just, I don't know, this this episode, this issue was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. I liked little the King Lear bit and of I course- I loved the King Lear bit. I thought it was very good. <laughs> and of course, I love the little ending reveal that got me. Yeah, no, and I'm glad you said that because that popped up and I said, champ? I don't know why, but anytime that character is introduced in any point in time, I always think of you and I don't know why. I think it makes sense though. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I, I am that type of person. So we're not going to spoil this, but. <laughs> Tell me more of these crappy kings. Yeah that, yeah, that was. Just... Can I show you my favorite page? Of course. Just for like the colors alone. Like mm-hmm. the art is obviously incredible, but I love how different the colors are when it shows oh yeah that that scene was so good yeah yeah I don't know the colors were really good yeah something about how like dull and like muted it was that I don't know I just really enjoyed it and also can I ask you one thing because I don't know if my copy was like no damaged it's a printing error okay okay that's fine that's what I thought but I just wanted to make sure because I felt like I needed to put on 3d glasses for a minute and I cannot see with 3d glasses so I didn't do it well, at first I was like, is this on purpose? Because the first page it does it on is like when they hit swords. Yeah, no. And that's why I didn't think anything of it too. I was just like, oh, sick. It's shaking the page. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it. I mean, is that it? Is it, is, is it shaking the page or is it a printing error? Because the text is like still very clear, but then in other places like that it shouldn't belong it's like also very shaky right and I just noticed that some of the uh faces like that was when I kind of realized that it it wasn't supposed to be like that when some of the the lines were just like a smidge outside of the color yeah yeah and it's not a bit I think it looks really cool like that but I just didn't know if it was my eyes doing that or if that was like something that was actually happening yeah I'm so glad like I'm really glad you brought that up because I was also going to bring that up because it it (laughs) fucked me up it really did did. and it it hurt my eyes as I was trying to read it because I was like I know this isn't how this is supposed to look and like I said it was just like that one page where I was like oh hell yeah that is awesome. That is an awesome idea. I yeah. love the, I love how that's pulled off. And then I was like, oh no, this isn't like something they were trying to pull off unless it was something they were trying to pull off. And then it fucked up the printers for the rest of the like issue. Right. But I, I don't, I don't believe so. It didn't bother me until down there when he says, I will summon the air at night. It was so hard for me to read what that said, just because of the way that they're laying against oh, each yeah. other. Yeah. That, that was where I was like, okay, that can't be on purpose because they know I can't see very well. Okay. That was all. That's all I wanted to say about that. I love Once in Future. Yeah, no, Once in Future is great. It once again is like a killer team. It's a great story. It's, I really didn't see what was going to be happening with like the quill and all of that I thought that was a really well like done Mm -hmm. thing so it's just like it always it always does a really great job of like even though I feel like a lot of the issues end with like a big splash page of like a monster you're just like it's okay this so this particular issue reminded me a lot of that movie smoke and aces how all of the assassins are like going for one thing but it's like chaos and nothing is Mm -hmm. going how it's supposed to just that's what it reminds me of because there's so many different groups that are like 
all trying to do something and they all keep running into each other and fucking each other up and that's I love really the chaos. Good. That's an interesting <laughs> but good way to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are okay. you ready? Yes. So next we have House of Slaughter. Yes. Uh, Heather hasn't read this because Sorry. she has to has to read a lot of other stuff. Yeah, I got to read like 27 issues of another series. Uh, but but I'm is, getting there. This is issue number four and this just continues it, uh, Chase, Chase and Aaron's relationship and how it's shifted and continued throughout time and how love between monster hunters is kind of just a like dangerous game to play that's you know it's re- I, that resonates it's really well done it's a it's uh art's great colors are really wonderful uh the story is really interesting and i really like I don't know. I never thought when I started reading this book that like they would delve into like all this back matter and like different stories and like, you know, this sort of stuff. So it's interesting to watch this story evolve and watch the world kind of grow and not be annoyed by (laughs) annoyed by it, if that makes sense. Yeah, because it seems like they're taking a lot of uh, liberties with this particular series as opposed to like something is killing the children. Like this has, it's obviously the same kind of story, but it has a different tone to it from what I understand anyway. Yeah, no, 100%. The tone is a complete shift, but you're also getting to know a character on a different level. You're getting to know about... uh, the house of slaughter on a different level like it just it's like i said it's just very interesting how they're growing this world and it's i'm curious to see how they continue to do it i'm curious to see when they bring something is killing the children back like what happens there there's so many just like aspects of this book that i i really love and i'm i don't know i'm really glad i stuck on because the first issue really like i wasn't sure and i'm here like what three years later it's mm-hmm. been a long time and I it's one of my favorite things still like it's so different but it's still one of my favorite things I like how they wrapped up one giant story arc and led into like what they're doing now there's a really good writer and I like hate him for it <laughs> yeah no it's insane and this is like and like this is like Tate Bromble is the writer on this story but obviously it's like they're all working together right. and it's like it's just like everything about it is just like very well done now I don't I don't know someday I'll have a bad thing to say but that day was not now yeah it'll come <clears throat> okay this is okay oh <laughs> that the Batman Catwoman special uh this is uh, just a little one shot and just little Christmas stories yeah I like I said, I only read this the first half of it, not realizing that there was more at the end because I thought it was just like covers and mm-hmm. like just pages that showcase art or whatever. But the first story, like really, it really fucked me up. <laughs> like the ending of it, especially there's just one particular page that just like, I don't know. It really messed me up a little bit, but yeah, it's just 
every Christmas that Selena has experienced since she was a little girl up until the time that, you know, her and Bruce married, have a kid, he dies and stuff like that, which I don't feel like is a spoiler because that happens in the Batwoman, Batwoman, (laughs) Batman, Catwoman series. Cause it obviously ties into that, but yeah. It happens in the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very good. I'll have to go back and finish reading it and finish mm-hmm. reading like all of the letters and stuff in it because it has uh, John Paul Leon, which is what a, what a lot of the letters are like written to and about, obviously. Yeah. Which is going to be rough. Yeah. That's why I didn't read them was because that one page just kind of made me emotional and I was like I can't I don't want to like read these authors notes that are talking about how great this person was because that was just gonna fuck me up even more understandable uh yeah good good stuff um okay okay Okay. no I have one shoot okay I'm not Uh, I'm so used to you sitting next to me so I can like let's go over and see what's happening yeah you're not there (laughs) I'm here it's okay uh, I have Devil's Reign. This is issue number three of six. Just Kingpin trying to use Purple Band to try and sway the city of New York to vote for him for mayor. And Otto Octavius doing some wild shit. The heroes trying to do the right thing. Just lots of stuff. Mayhem. 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 Okay. Uh, so next we have DC versus vampires. This is issue number, I don't know why I did it so sideways. Four, four of 12. Yeah. Four. Four. Um, four. 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 This, is a, yeah. this book is a lot of fun. That's, that's, I, I don't really want to say a lot because there's just like, there's vampires in the DC universe, but it's like very well told. This is like one of the best like zombie vampire verse whatever marvel universe dc universe shit i've ever read um yeah no i absolutely love this i knew i was gonna love it to begin with because i'm a sucker for any kind of dc horror books -hmm. that they put out that are like that and I, i don't know why i can't stop with them they're always so good um what was your favorite part of this issue without spoiling anything i just want to know I don't know. Like, it's hard to pinpoint. Probably, like, the Dr. Fate part. Okay. Okay. I had, um, I think, two. Two parts I really enjoyed. Uh, the one with Constantine, where he's just like, how long we known each other? Give me some credit. <laughs> like, I just <laughs> thought that scene was really good. And then the whole fight with Batman and Green Arrow. I just like that. Yeah, page. it was good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, this, this book is so, so much fun. And it's one of those where like, you kind of know who is who in it, but it's still fun to watch all the characters. Try to play each other. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How they're all backstabbing each other. Because I love it. It's so good. Yeah. And I think Otto Schmidt's art does like a really good job within that like world of doing what they're doing and like a lot of the fight scenes and the way they look like, I think they're really well done with like his art. The facial expressions. You know how I feel about those. He does them <laughs> so well. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so this is Batman Detective. This is issue 1050. This is a landmark issue. It's a big boy. 
I did uh, not read all of this. I just read the first half, like the I, first, or no, I read the first two stories then. I surprisingly read all of it, but the, oh, the, the last half is just like a little preview for the Batman Superman world's finest. I did never, I did read all this. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know why I thought I didn't. I was like, wait, this is Mora. Yes, I've read all of this. So this particular issue focuses more on uh, Helena or Huntress, if you will, yes. and how she got into the tower. And then it kind of reveals what's been happening on in the tower and who's, who's controlling who. Whom. Ooh. Ooh. um and then <laughs> the uh the second story is the one um about scarecrow which has been continued throughout these issues and then yeah the last one is the introduction to the the new batman superman story which is really good i've been having a lot of fun with these yeah i know we talked about this like a couple weeks ago but it is very enjoyable it is a super enjoyable book. It's, I know. I don't necessarily mind picking it up every week. And I don't, I don't know why that because is. Because it's, but... it's a mystery story. <laughs> <laughs> There's an investigation. <laughs> it is called Detective Comics. Yeah, I was shocked Give... that you hadn't read it sooner. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> You're being very rude. I'm being honest. I can't handle it. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I am appalled. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. We'll keep no, going. We're we'll keep talk. going. Yeah, okay. This is Deadly Class. This is issue number 50. This is yes. 50. Number 50. 50, yeah. 50 yeah. issues. Um, we're getting towards the end of it. It's, it's coming, and this was probably my favorite issue of one of the more recent issues. I really loved, like, the ending absolutely just, like, yep. I, I it hit best, because I, I absolutely was just like, oh, he kind of does see. Yeah. Marcus kind of does see. Yeah, he's not as uh, dumb. I, I wouldn't say dumb. He's not dumb. He's just very self-absorbed. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's like also obvious that he's just like, he always needs somebody to lead on to help him like make the right decisions, mm-hmm. but I'm excited for this, like to end. I'm not excited for it to end, but I am excited to my... see how it ends. Yeah. I'm excited to see how it ends. It's been interesting being on this ride for so long. Like there's definitely been points like a few story arcs ago, or just didn't feel as deadly class as like when they made the return and did these like weird shifts in time did like this felt like the last few story arcs have felt more deadly class than like what was it like three years ago yeah where it was like more just filler than anything like they like they it was like seasons what four and five of lost yeah and it just felt like somebody spitting venom in your face for no reason like, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I feel more full reading this and I feel more like, yes, this is why I enjoyed this story in the first place. Right. Yeah. It's been very solid. Like this, 
the last two story arcs, like when Mm -hmm. Marcus is an adult, which was very surprising to me because I didn't think that I was going to, what, who am I kidding? I was going to like him no matter what. It's just been really good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm excited to see where it goes. It's been interesting being on for this long. I'm glad you joined me on this ride. Look, you did that on purpose. I know you did. (laughs) It's a good book. It is. It It really is. is. It is like, I think, and I don't know, Rick Remender always really sticks a landing. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Good job, Rick. (laughs) Uh, Also, I do like Wes Craig. Craig's art is like so fucking good. Phenomenal. I don't think that anyone else could have done the art for this book and it would have hit in the same way. Yeah, not at all. And it's just like the colors are also like just so perfect. It's just like a really well done book together. Got it. And like, I I don't know, I will forever be in love with the panels of this book. Like they're just always so good. Okay. They're very uneven and unnatural. And I love that. And I think that's what helped me like get into that zone within comics where before I was just like, oh, I mean, we're very much about nine panels, so. Well, and sometimes this doesn't have any panels. Sometimes you're just like, where am I reading? Yeah, it's, yeah, all over the place. All right, you ready for this? Are you? Is everybody ready for this? Hold on to your butts. Let's do this. All right, so it's been three and almost a half long years. So we've got it. And Saga, it's issue number it's issue number 55 we've made it we somehow got out of a hiatus and god i can't even like don't even want to spoil anything but it's back (laughs) it is back uh it is i really did enjoy like the first half of the story like there are parts of it i don't i don't know maybe i've like grown out of saga a little bit because there's parts of it where it's just like "Eh." Okay, right. I, get, I get it. It's Saga. Um, yeah, I still enjoyed it as a whole. Like, I was, ex- it felt like, yeah, it felt like seeing an old friend. Yeah, no, I think it was honestly the how long of a wait it was um, for being like a first issue back. I For me, anyway, it felt like I was expecting way more for it for how long it was gone. But we mm-hmm. really just have to take into consideration that this it's not going to be like a big explosive thing because that's how the last one ended. And mm-hmm. so this is, it's just picking up the pieces. So it's going to be just a very easy entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am going to have to talk about the thing I don't like. Of course. Just don't <laughs> spoil anything else. I mean, that's not spoiling, but uh, try I mean, not it, to, you know. I, I'm going to absolutely, I'm going to say spoiler alert because it. I have to, because it is like the last line of the book. Yeah. But something that like rubbed me the wrong way about it and felt very like uh tone deaf and like I understood the context which with which with what it was going for, but I felt like it was pulled off very poorly and made me feel very icky considering the like author it came from. So the line is uh I guess judge all you want, but my family was just falling back on the same profession that always kept marginalized communities alive. We were drug dealers. 
And like, this is supposed to be a line written by Hazel at some point in her life. And so I guess, yeah, maybe it was like a child when she wrote this, but it just, I don't know, made me feel gross. It didn't, it didn't feel right. <laughs> like, it felt like, especially with like the tone and the beat of like the rest of the issue, like I was like having such a good time. And like I said to like you and Dave a couple days ago, when I came to that line and started reading it, I was like, oh no, please, please don't go the way I think you're going with this. Like that, that can't be what you're doing right now. Like that can't be it. And then that, it it was, and it's just like, a, it felt like very early 2000s, like kind of liberal bullshit. And <laughs> I don't know. And that's my problem too. You know, yeah, it just felt like it wasn't really well thought out or a lot of uh, other things were taken into consideration before it was written, um, because that is a very cruel thing to write, in my opinion. I just don't think it was necessary. You could have just, like we said, left it at we were smugglers and that would have been perfectly fine. And it would have had this had the effect that I think it was going for. But to add that, oh, we were drug dealers. I think that was a bit bit too much. It, yeah, it is, you know, like I said, I'm probably just sensitive. I've probably just delved too much into, like, a lot of things that, like, you know, with prison abolition that I read and then that, yeah, just, eh. Yeah, eh. It, uh, it, was a, it was a weird thing to do. Um, interesting choice, I suppose. And like, that's the problem is I'll still probably continue, I'll continue to read this book, but it's just like, I don't know, I'll probably sit with that a while and I don't know how it'll make me feel as I keep reading the book. Right. And I feel like there should have been like somebody, like an editor or somebody who was just like, I don't know about this line. And I don't know, like, it seems it, I, I posted about it on Twitter and there seems to be a few people who like been like, yeah, I didn't necessarily feel comfortable about it, but like they're, I haven't really seen anybody like talk about it. Everybody's just like so excited about the book, which is why I always just like, I, I don't know, just kind of keep my mouth shut. I feel like an asshole being like, eh. well, and maybe it just has something to do with something that's going on later on. And maybe that's why no one has said anything, but who knows? Yeah, makes sense. Who knows? it could have just been a misinterpretation on Hazel's part, which is something that we had discussed too. Like maybe that's mm-hmm. not even what it is. That's just what she assumed because her mom has done that before. Like that's what her mom did at one point. So, but I just think, yeah, the fact that they mentioned, you know, this is something that marginalized communities do. This is what it is. It did just seem kind of just unnecessary. Yeah. Written by like a white man with a lot of privilege. It's just, it is what it is. Right. Anyway, Saga's great. Yeah, no. Can I just say how excited I am to read the next one? Yeah, yeah, you can. That's I'm very fair. excited to read yeah. the next one. And for for one reason in particular, and I just never thought I was going to see my boy again. And it's a possibility that, uh, that I'm going to see him not alive, mind you, but just in the story again. I mean, he'll be alive, but but right, but it's not. Pre- probably, yeah, I was like, yeah. it's not present. It's not. It's not true. <laughs> uh, 
I'm still going to be upset about that forever, forever. Uh, I mean, I think the thing I'll always be upset about forever is doing those like last two issues in a row and then being like, you know what, we're going to just do like a year and a half. We're going to, we'll see you in a year, I guess. And then it was like, okay. And I guess I'll give them pandemic. I'll give them everything, but it's just like, it still sucks. Yeah. Going to kill off my two favorite characters and then like leave me leave me on red for three and a half years are it's you like, kidding me like some george R. R. Martin shit but never ever coming back which is you know like i like i thought it was going to come back and trade i thought maybe it would never come back so i guess i'm satisfied that it came back at all eventually Regar- that brian eventually came on is what that <laughs> dude's name is <laughs> that's what the v is standing for yeah uh okay that's all i got now that's all we got uh so go support your local libraries support your friends support your local comic book shops go buy comics just be a good person heather what you got (laughs) that fizzy water get to you yeah no dude the fizzy water is getting to me it's peach it's peach flavored um love your friends (laughs) that's that's really all i got All right. Well, we will see you on the flippity flip. Thanks for always listening to us. We love you.